Assalamu alaikum. I wanted to make a quick video on the topic of Muhammad Salah and the controversy. Well, it's not really a controversy, it's not really anything. But I think there was someone in the Dawah scene that made a post uh, about Muhammad Salah and his recent um, photo shoot or something. This video isn't about that, but it's more about the reaction because it concerns a topic that I've been quite fascinated by for probably be probably about eight years and that's this whole don't judge me thing right I'd say the vast majority of non-practicing and even some practicing Muslims have this don't judge me fallacy and the reason I call it a fallacy is because I'll give you an example um, and I have stress tested this idea, I've discussed it with people who I think are smart and even people who I think are ordinary practicing Muslims or whatever and it seems to have been proven to be quite resilient and that's why I'm sharing it right hopefully this makes some sense so it goes like this if I go on to this um, person in the Dawah scene who's made this uh, video or comment about Muhammad Salah and then I look into the comments all of the comments or most of the comments will be accusing this person, the negative comments will be accusing this person of judging Muhammad Salah and saying things like who are you to judge, this is between him and Allah and everyone has sins, look at your hair coat, that kind of thing and I think to myself no one seems to understand that is kind of paradoxical because the moment you say to someone that you're judging me or why are you judging you've just judged them because you just judged their intention you don't know why they're saying what they've said you don't know why they've posted what they've posted and by um, putting your attention towards that or raising awareness towards that you've just done what you're accusing the said person of doing for example in this case people might say that Ali Dawa, he's um, made public Muhammad Salah's sin. That's probably the main thing that people say. Now, by saying to Ali Dawa, you've made public Muhammad Salah's sin, you've just done the same thing that you're accusing him of doing. Because you've just made public him making public someone else's sin. Do you understand? So, it's just, it's never made sense to me. And it's just one of them topics that kind of just, I always laugh at, I always read these comments and just kind of laugh and I don't know, that might sound weird but it just makes me laugh and I, I'm sure I'll continue to come across these. It's just hilarious because... Uh, I do think there was uh, more nuance to be included um, following my previous comments. And that's more, I think it's good to be self-critical sometimes and uh, ask yourself, it also helps the listener as well because sometimes I'm listening to certain things and questions come up in my head and it's good when the speaker um, addresses them as he's talking. So one question might be, why is it such a big deal, this whole don't judge me thing, or if people say um, don't judge me, why, why not just let them kind of say that and enjoy their life? what's the consequences or what could be the consequences of such a short kind of three-letter phrase right and the reason i made the post and the reason i've kind of got this 
fascination with the topic is because of the consequences, because it's not something that doesn't have wide-reaching impact on society. And I'll try and explain what I mean by that. And um, like I said, Optimized Muslim Project is about changing Muslims' mindset for meaningful success in this life and in the hereafter. They're kind of deeper topics. If you don't resonate with it, I can't really do anything. But anyway, so we're social creatures and this isn't some kind of deep psychological rocket science insight that we copy or imitate what others do. We form tribes and we have collective habits that become altogether they soon become cultures and different ways of doing things and traditions and this kind of thing. So what this whole don't judge me mindset does and it's kind of been adopted somewhat is that it erodes positive social pressure. Now, the reason why that's important is as much as people like to say that, oh, it's all about having the right intention and stuff, I'll give you a quick example of how powerful positive social pressure is. What explains the difference between certain cultures that are more practicing than others? What explains the difference between certain cultures where people will, I think certain places in the Arab world where people will put a curtain over the shop and go and pray automatically like it's part of their daily routine, right? And this isn't just like an individual, oh, this is the one practicing guy in the village. This is kind of a collective thing. Why are there certain cultures or places where people pray um, salah in the masjid, in jama'ah, more than in other places? Even in the UK, there's certain places certain uh, Gujarati communities where it's much more common for people to pray their salah, especially in the masjid, right? Why, another example that's maybe closer to home um, for a lot of UK Muslims is the example of Darawi salah, right? What explains that? What explains the amount of people that attend Darawi salah as if it's like um, one of the obligatory actions? Culture, not culture, but you can call it culture or you can call it social pressure or you can call it this mindset, right? Now, that's my point. So if you erode that kind of social pressure because um, you're not supposed to correct people or you're not supposed to even f fulfill the uh, Quranic injunction of um, forbidding evil and, and joining what is right, then slowly but surely, this is the thing, if we want to shape future cultures, future generations, we have to think of the long-term consequences. I know it might come strange, um, someone not sitting with a grey beard talking about these kinds of things, but think about it. In the short term, it might feel good to be absolved from this don't judge me mentality. No one's going to question you, you can do whatever you want, and it's like a, not a get out of jail free card, but it's like a, psychological get out of jail free card that seems to give people this sense of relief even though they don't dwell on it deeply enough because then they'll obviously understand but in the short term it might be doesn't really do anything but in the long term you're eroding that culture you're eroding that push towards good you understand this you're eroding community in a sense as well which is another one of the factors that leads to decay of kind of communities and traditions and and religion is because you're kind of individualizing the practice you know like oh who are you to tell me 
it's my kind of thing you know this is just me that's another problem with it so you can see where in the long term it would contribute to something that would shape culture in a negative way and that's my point and that's probably the point of most people that go on about this right and obviously another way of impacting this is even more important for people who are in positions of um, authority or influence because their actions are kind of copied and imitated more than others that's why it's so damaging when you get these people who achieve a level of fame by using the deen religion whether they're nasheed artists or whatever and then they suddenly turn rogue once they've built a following and they're like oh i'm struggling with depression or whatever and that's why i'm going to start using haram things it's like the amount of damage that you're causing to these people that are now your followers or these young kids is something to kind of be fearful of and just to finish off the next the last point that i wanted to make on it that's come to my mind is that what affects most people about this whole don't judge me thing is a projection that they put on it that isn't there and this comes it's a kind of an idea that you can get from stoicism but obviously it's in islam as well and that's you're not hurt by the insult or what's perceived to be the insult the keys because it's just words or it's just a thing it's what you project onto it it's what you kind of connect with it for example someone's eating something that's haram don't eat that that's haram that's the so-called don't judge me statement right don't eat that that's haram now think about it if you have a correct understanding of kind of the deen and practice and how everyone sins and um, how people are supposed to advise each other and stuff right and no one can judge your ultimate destination that's the key no one can judge the ultimate destination no right-minded muslim is trying to do that anyway why would they jeopardize their own kind of akhirah for a small little phrase right so okay don't eat that that's wrong what does it mean nothing really it's like okay everyone makes mistakes i didn't know or whatever right but what people ascribe to it is oh what you're saying i'm a bad muslim or you're saying i'm going to jahannam or you're saying you're better than me or you're arrogant or you're this or you don't know what i do i'm actually i give this much charity all this is like an extra projection that's not there you understand that's a key kind of mindset to help you stay level headed and not get emotionally involved in things so that's all i say so far again please do interact comment respond i like interacting on these kind of ideas i'm always talking about these kind of things to people in real life as well and um please do kind of like subscribe and share if you benefit or you think people can benefit assalamu alaikum